Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, my Wednesday night lover. How are you? Oh, Mare Bear, my Mare Bear. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Listeners, welcome to your Wednesday night, but also it's Thursday when you're listening to it or whenever you're listening to it. Are you my podcast? Married at first sight slash other shit we're going to talk about because we have. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly think that's just the title of everything we're doing now. Just married at first sight slash other shit and then other shit. Yeah, because listen, the the the, we love the post decision day episodes, um, but we feel like there's not quite enough to to. We want to give you more content. So yeah, we have givers. other stuff. We're giving you more content this episode. We're going to start off. I have to talk. I have to talk to Mary about the show that I watched on Netflix called Fake Profile. And I made her watch one episode <sighs> at least. Right. You watch one. Yes. Okay. Made me. You did make me. I started it and I was like pissed off. And then halfway through, I'm like, God damn. It. Oh, it is. So I'm going to talk about that. And we have a couple topics that totally fit in uh, just for fun. And then we'll get into Married at First Sight. And that gives you sort of an example of when this season ends eventually, um, if ever. That does it? yeah, I think does sometime, it end, Sarah? Um, I'm not sure. There's, I know there's a cast tells all, and then the reunion, and the reunion's two parts. So I mean, that could get us to Thanksgiving for crying out loud. <laughs> so we just want you to know that after that is over, we have content all the time. So stay subscribed. And keep listening to us. You came here for Married at First Sight, perhaps, or or you might have already been here, one or the other. Um, but if when Married at First Sight is done this season until the next one, please keep listening. We have a lot of fun stuff, and you're about to get a sample of that when we go off on some other topics before we get into tonight's episode. Also, if you want to see Mary and I perform together live, and you happen to be in or near Rochester, New York. New York. June 23rd and 24th, we're at Comedy at the Carlson. And so we are performing there. I am also, well, tonight, if you're listening right away on Thursday, I am in Reno this evening and uh, Friday in Reno and then Saturday in Virginia City, Nevada. By the way, someone told me not to say Nevada. Got it. Noted Nevada. Oh, Nevada. Nevada. I don't know. Am I saying it wrong then too? No, it just it's the first time I've said anything right. I you know, I grew up in western New York, so everything's Nevada. Right. Whether it was Nevada or not, it was Nevada to me. So it's nice to hear. Well, I it's Nevada, apparently, because I said it wrong before and I boy did I get some messages. So um (laughs) it's the people are are they're gonna let you know. When you when, when you, you stray off course, yeah, yeah, you know, which is always appreciated, isn't it? It is. <laughs> really helps the self esteem <laughs> and the just the, the 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 good feels about humanity. Uh, Thanks, everybody, keeping us on track. But at least I know how to say it now. By the way, because worst thing to do is like say a state wrong on stage, and it's not because I I've never said it before. I just anyway, who cares? June eighth through tenth. So starting tonight. <laughs> Uh, I will be in the Reno and Virginia City area. All those tickets are on sarahcolona.com, C-O-L-O-N-N-A, 
and Mary. We got our po- we got our Instagram. We got Are You My Podcast on Instagram. We have the Facebook group. Are you my podcasters? I mean, it's a it's it's on honestly, it's a virtual family at this point. And if you're not there, you're missing out. Come over. You re- it's a lot of fun. You really are, especially in that group. Um, I will just before. Well, no, let's okay. Should we just get into things? Because yeah, I texted Mary and I said, <laughs> I and if you follow me on my on my Instagram. I've been constantly posting about the show I started watching called Fake Profile on Netflix. Now it takes place in Colombia. It's dubbed in English. If you if if that's your first language, you can watch it in English. Uh, I love a dubbed. Okay, the 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 woman in the show, one of the women in the show, she was also in a show called Who Killed Sarah that I remember telling you about. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and that was a it was a Mexican drama. And I'm a big fan, big fan of all of these. I have now watched probably more Mexican dramas than I have anything else. Just they're so good. Now, the this one took place in Colombia. (sighs) But it also started in Las Vegas, actually, speaking of Nevada. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Nevada. Um, Mm -hmm. It is. By far, one of the worst shows Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. ever watched in my life and with that i say i loved it i fucking (laughs) loved it it's called fake profile on netflix i am not paid to talk about this show it is just a suggestion for you if you like to watch just it's like lifetime but oh but on fucking meth or something. I, I mean, it really is. It is. It is meth lifetime. That's what actually this this series should be called. Um, I just want to know. I Listen, this, by the way. So Sarah did text me. And and as soon as I started watching the show has Sarah Colonna written all <laughs> over it. And I knew I knew I was going to hate love it very soon. And I want to ask you, though. Well, number one, I didn't know it was dubbed. I didn't know it was Spanish and then dubbed English because I'm like, geez, my my streaming, my internet must be off. The lips aren't matching the words. <laughs> well, that went on for a good three to four minutes oh. before it occurred to me. Okay. I even when some of and then I swear to God, I had the thought, I'm like, oh shit, I guess I, I put my closed caption on Spanish when they were doing some of the music. So anyway, <laughs> there was some confusion. Okay. That's normal. Got it. Second part. You know me quite well, and you had to have known that the amount of sex and tits and ass that are shown within the first several minutes of the show was going to make me blush and then, you know, I don't know, just lose one of my hands down my yoga pants. I was going to say, did I mean, you, I, you, wa- you had to watch the rest of it with one <laughs> with one hit my it's one our, hand. That's our favorite yeah. joke. It's our little joke. Yeah. But I mean, you must have known I'd be blushing for the entire 39 minutes of the first episode. Correct. Uh, Yes, I did. And and I will say that. So it's it's I would say in tone, it's got a similarity to that show Sex Life. Mm -hmm, Did you end up mm -hmm. watching that? I forgot. Didn't we talk? No. No. Oh, we talked. You told me about it, but I didn't. Or wait, did I? 
That's not one you forget. Now I can't remember. Okay, then then I guess I didn't. Yeah, especially me. Well, it is. It's similar in tone, I would say, to that. Now, the thing about this show is it starts off, like you said, there's a sex and there's a lot of, you know, action happening. And then I I don't know at what point it it goes so off the rails. There is there's so many side storylines. There's uh there's a wonderful gay triangle. Um oh, there's man. there's a there's death, there's maybe someone's not dead but maybe they are. There's mur- there's did the dad become involved some the, it it is so fucking it covers it all it, it sounds is like so off the rails that by the end i honestly was like are you guys fucking fucking with me <laughs> but i loved it and so i don't know what that says about me well i now i a couple things i think it says that you're a lot of fun that i knew but i think it just underlines and bolds that fact i think also the fact that they are shorter episodes you know it's not like it's a it's a, a lifetime movie that's 2 hours long or you know you can sort of piss through this and, and and a lot of plot is covered you know in a short amount of time a lot of plot tons of plot holes got no problem with it though like when sure. i actually someone messaged me today cuz i kept talking about it on instagram to where to <laughs> almost to the point where i think people do think i'm working for them but i'm really not um <laughs> You just passionate. <laughs> just passionate. To the someone messaged me today and said there's a rumor that there's a season two. And I said, please God, oh. let that be true. I I want nothing more and I hope it comes out tomorrow. I I, I don't <laughs> You're gonna just cancel all your plans I, as soon as you get wind that this shit's dropped. Yeah. I will. And uh, and honestly, actually, the people that did the uh, the other one, I mean, it's not the same show, but just this actress was in both that she was in Who Killed Sarah, like I said. That show ended up with the season two cut and then they released it pretty fast. Like they already knew Ooh. that we would all be sucked in. And so my hope is that this has a similar situation. Similar. Yeah. So, okay. When we last corresponded via the text message, I don't believe you had completed the season, but I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you have at this point. Oh yes. I completed the season. Okay. I completed right. a lot of things. But she completed <laughs> a lot of things came to con- completion while your TV was on. I'm short. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, I even just the first episode. And then, of course, I let the second one start to play and, and then I had to run out. But like, I, I'm going to watch it. I don't want to, oh, but I'm going to. Oh, no, you. I love to hate and hate to love. No, you, you do know? want to. You do want to. And the more. The more off the rails it gets the it just i don't know what to tell you there's some real loose ends and (laughs) and they just they just hit the gas as you and i say about like lifetime movies they just hit the gas and went for the brick wall and they didn't give a shit and i (laughs) respect it i just do yeah yeah it's almost like the whole go big or go home like this like the crazy ridiculous unbelievable plot go Go as far as you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Smash into the brick wall. Don't just don't hit the brakes and gently bump it. Like go turn everything into smithereens by the end. Yeah. You know when you're reading a book and and you go, all right, already with the twist. Like this, okay. Yeah. I got it that I didn't. Yeah. And then you wanted to surprise us. That's what this this show is just 
basically for the last five episodes, they just add a twist where you go, what? And then, <laughs> and then you're like, next episode, hit play, hit play, play. hit play. Yeah. And anyway, I know that I probably won't get cast in uh, a show like that because, well, they, I don't speak Spanish. Um, but I would like to be in it if they want to get, if I could just walk through the background, if they're going to do a s- second season, I can yeah, just, like a non-speaking role. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a non-speaking. I think they would, they would insist on that. And then I would just, <laughs> would just walk through a scene. I'll tell you, you belong there. And, um, I think you would, you would have quite a following on a show like that. I think I would, I'm going to, I'm sold. I'm sold. And I, now I can't wait to watch the rest of the fucking. Well, I can't wait for crazy shit. I can't wait for you to watch it. Um, I, all right. We have a couple topics that we found and they are, they are, we decided to keep them wedding related and the theme of married at first sight. And I've, I, the the title of this topic alone, my sister mm-hmm. froze leftovers from my wedding, then served them at her own. Okay. <laughs> now, this is a real story. It happened May 31st. So it just happened. Okay. Fresh off. Fresh ears to the pulse, fingers to the pulse, whatever it is they say. Fresh off the buffet table. Fresh off <laughs> the buffet table. This woman says she was left horrified after learning her sister's wedding buffet was actually made up of leftovers from her own wedding reception that was held eight months before. I mean, I, I there's there's got to be a safety yeah. issue. I understand you can freeze things for a long time, but this is I've got questions. So she threw a, a big wedding, two hundred guests knew there would be leftovers. They had arranged beforehand for any spare food. <laughs> okay, this is an insult to injury, by the way. They had arranged for any spare food to be donated to the soup kitchen they sometimes work with. So they had already actually known they were going to have too much food and they planned for it to be donated to people in need. And instead, yeah, this committed bit- to it. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking- yeah. Sis- okay. Unfortunately, her mother ended up going behind her back, took majority of the food home with her, kept it frozen for eight months. She didn't know what happened to all the food until the day of her older sister's wedding. Then her sister... <sighs> She goes to the wedding. Ceremony was beautiful. But when but when the buffet was revealed, I noticed something odd. The food looked really familiar, like identical to what I had for my wedding, except it is- a little more dried out. <laughs> <laughs> with a little with the smell of freezer burn. Yeah. I mean, are you shitting me? Is Sarah? Is this the mom doing yeah. it? Well, it says so she went to ask her mom about it. And her mom said she saved a fortune by unfreezing the food from her wedding to serve to the guests. I mean, this is it. I mean, that's come on. That's a bad look, mom or mum. This is is this mom. It's happened to across the pond, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, I, I can't imagine. So the, now I'm confused. The what did the one sister whose wedding it was know she was doing it? Well, it says that she. Oh, hold on. Now my my it's it's in the article, but my article just closed. Okay. Um, oh no. She says she was horrified, and uh, she mentioned the mom said. Blah, blah, blah. 
Oh, she, so no, she didn't want to make a scene. She was worried people becoming ill. So she snuck off to inform her sister what their mom had done. So oh, she said she so was she, horribly embarrassed, mentioned the mom, said something about saving money, but didn't question it. And she didn't want to foot the bill. As, so anyway, yeah, apparently the sister didn't even oh. know. I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough thing to reconcile on your wedding as it's happening that your mom, I mean, also a couple details I wouldn't have really thought about. It says in there that one, one person commented, said something like, cause I think what was it on Reddit where it said it was, it's not the fact that it was stored frozen for eight months. It's that it sat on a buffet table for, you know, God knows how long at the other sister's wedding. And then in the mom's car before it was frozen. I mean, granted I'm someone that I, I, I'd eat off the floor if no one's looking, the five-second rule. But that is a little bit much. It is a little bit much. And I can't, I just, it's it's the it's the mindset. First of all, I'm all for saving some money. I know weddings can be expensive. I get you got to cut corners where you can. Um, you know, maybe just uninvite a few distant cousins instead of, Yes, Sarah. Fucking yes. stealing the food from someone else's wedding, oh. freezing it. And then and then I thought, did she do this with the cake too? Because you know how people freeze the top oh, of their wedding they cake. they freeze the top, yeah. just slapped it on the top of like a cake from like Super Walmart or something, <laughs> just threw it on there. And, it's, mean, and it still has the other couple's name on it. Oh, boy. Oh, the same cake topper. Mm-hmm. I, this would be very, this, this. It's hot, you know, because weddings are expensive. But that sounds like that sounds like the the desperation of a woman who is maybe teetering the line of of maybe she should take a knee with a wedding. Maybe maybe the two sisters shouldn't have got married eight months apart. Maybe that could have been a conversation. That's uh, a very good point. That's perhaps if you guys are worried about your mom having to spend too much money on weddings, maybe space them out. I don't know, two years. But then guess yeah. what would have happened? Yeah. They would and have had just, two-year-old yeah. fucking food at the wedding. That's what would have happened. Oh, Jesus. You're right. You're right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. This, well, good luck to him. I, I hope the marriage uh, lasts as long as the buffet food, you know, from one wedding to the next. I do. I was I was relieved to see that the that the sister didn't know that she, it's not as if she put her mom up to it. You know, I was, I was, I was pleased to see that. Cause at first I thought that by the headline that she probably had some, she probably said, mom, put the food in your car, hit the gas, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Grab the rolls. Yeah. I mean, listen, (laughs) been there, done that, but this is like a different, this is like a different circumstance. That's, I mean, that honestly, sucks. well, I guess it was already paid for because I was going to say, honestly, I don't if you if people are trying to save money on food at a wedding, I get that weddings can be expensive. They can be insane. I don't give a shit if you order pizzas. Yeah, right? exactly. do whatever. But don't yeah. nec- you know, I don't think stealing someone else's food and freezing it for eight months is really the route. I mean, Jesus, go to the go to fucking Wendy's dollar menu. I mean, I'd be thrilled if some trays of some little bacon cheeseburgers. And I mean, you know, whatever you want to do. It also it seems like a lot of labor. Like, I feel like I there's a little 
the lazy part of Mary that's like, this just seems like a lot of work. It does. It does seem like like a lot of work. You know what I mean? It seems like a lot of work. (laughs) A lot. uh, it, it, It doesn't without the payoff necessarily. That's, I agree with that. It does seem like a lot of work. It took up a lot of space in someone's freezer because also my question was, how big was this second wedding that they had enough yeah. food from the first wedding to then go and feed the people at the next wedding? Oh, that's, that's super valid. Now this is where we, we go. We always go a little too far with the chicks. It's like, now I have questions. One, was there enough food? Whether it was eight month old reheated fucking leftovers, and two, did any of the guests get sick and like have the trots and spent the night in the bathroom? I, that I want to know. I'd really like some follow up. I love the term the trots. It makes me laugh. Me too. I, me too. you know, I don't like poo poo jokes, but boy, do I love no. the term the trots. And <laughs> it's it really funds it, it up. Does. It does. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um. I do want to say before we continue on to this next topic that we have, that's very fun about a terrible speech that went off the rails at a wedding um, that since we're talking about food, I would like to discuss our new newer sponsor Organifi that we are both very obsessed with. We really like them. We have a discount code that I will give you. Obviously it's a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Uh, They have effective doses with ingredients that are organic, free of fillers, contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. Now, I say this with full conviction. I am a big green juice drinker. I love a powdered green juice because um, that's how I like to drink it. It's easier. And a lot of times they taste like grass. So I was really (laughs) obsessed that they sent us theirs, which has this mint taste to it. They also have a crisp apple flavor that's really good. And I drink it every morning, which helps you start your day with essential superfoods. They detox the body. They lower cravings, reduce stress, reset your morning. I'm also obsessed with the Harmony, which is to nourish your body with a daily blend designed to support a woman's natural cycle. And I have found that it has truly eliminated um, or alleviated a lot of symptoms of PMS and generally my mood. So I have been super impressed with the Harmony. I put it in my protein shake every day. Mary, I know you love a couple of their products too. I do. And you know, I mean, I can be a slow adopter, but I'm obsessed right now with the Organifi Gold. This has helped me with my sleep so, so much. And I love that it's, you put it, I you can do put it in cold or hot, but I put it in warm. I it can put it in a milk alternative. I put it in warm almond milk and it is so delicious. It's low in sugar and it makes me feel like it's a guilt-free dessert. And it is a powerful superfood with mushrooms, apparently, that help you sleep and recover and wake up feeling refreshed and energized. And you know, I never wake up feeling refreshed and energized. <laughs> Things have changed for me, Sarah. I know okay? that gold is really good, and it yeah, it's not the, mu- the kind of mushrooms that get you high, but the healthy ones. But the, you know, that's whatever. Yes. We, we'll take them all. So you can go to exactly. organifi.com/slash/my-podcast. They have created this super cute page for us, so you should just go there to look at it. Honestly, <laughs> it really is cute. <laughs> Organifi o r g a n i f i dot com slash my podcast, and then use code my podcast at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Mary. Oh, Sarah. Now that we're out of that, 
the ad part of it, I do want to say oh. um, we had a funny discussion that it took you a took you like a couple weeks to try these products, right? You you now yeah. you stand by them, you try them. And I, of course, tried them right away. And then when we were talking about it, you go, I don't know why I didn't just try them right away. And I was like, well, <laughs> you sure tried the vibrator right away, didn't you? When- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even think that the mailman, the, the, the UPS delivery guy was off my block before I had that box ripped open. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, it's just priorities, really. But it's all I can think about when you said I haven't tried it yet. I was like, well, when we got Dame as a sponsor, which they're not anymore right now, so whatever. But you you ripped that box open and Organifi, you were like, ooh, green juice, try that later. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) healthy, what? Yeah, now I'm I'm eating my words, but yeah. Um, And yeah, I'm still... (laughs) I'm still working on Dame in case they come back. Just want to make sure I still love it. Oh, so. same Z's. Um, <laughs> okay, I do want to talk about this other story before we get into Married at First Sight, just because it is to me, it's so funny. It seems like it's out of a movie or maybe a married. It seems like someone that could do this on Married at First Sight. A, a sister-in-law derails a bride's first dance with her disrespectful she speech. So. <laughs> She said they were enjoying their first dance together. And then the bride's uh, sister-in-law now, she started making a speech about how much her brother had changed (laughs) since meeting his (laughs) wife and how much she missed him. So I guess apparently they had, she'd been acting up through the reception, the sister-in-law making passive aggressive comments, complaining about everything from the music to the food. Maybe she was at the one with the, with the frozen food. Who knows? Maybe yeah, right. together. But she said during her first dance, Lisa came up. That's the sister-in-law grabbed the microphone from the DJ and gave a speech about how she and my husband used to be so close and how much she misses him and how much he changed <laughs> since meeting me and how lonely she is now. She was basically mourning my husband. And she said she started to like, she got pissed off. Obviously she got pissed off. And she said she was making it disrespectful. She was disrespectful. She was trying to make the wedding about her. And then the bride ended up going up to her and letting her know how disrespectful she had been and ordered her to stop it. Then they had an argument and the sister-in-law stormed off. Thank God. I mean, if she's going to do this during your first dance, imagine what she's going to do when you cut the cake. Oh, yeah. Imagine what she's going to do when you toss the bouquet. She's going to stab you in the neck with it. Right? Yeah. Yes. Thank God. Yes. Yes. Well, now it says that the family is on the sister-in-law's side. They're annoyed at the bride for causing drama and ruining the mood of the reception. Uh, that's not who caused the drama and ruined the mood. No, no. And, and the family sound, they sound like a group of codependents. They all need to go to therapy because mm-hmm. they're they, fucked up. I mean, how, first of all, it's so. <laughs> the image of someone grabbing a microphone being like, my brother and I were so close until this bitch came along. And boy, am yeah, I. Till, yeah. I mean, wh- till this gnarly twat took stolen from me. I'm so alone. I mean, what a narcissistic little animal this this sister is. And they think that she's supposed to just sit there and take it. She's not. Of course, you're going to fucking say something. You have to say something. It's if I was awkward. the bride, I would have. 
I would have said something back into the microphone like we were doing a roast battle. I wouldn't have. I would have been like, oh, really? Okay, my turn, bitch. I I would have lost my mind. I would have upended buffet tables. I can't imagine. Also, being a although being a guest at something like this would be kind of amazing. I have to say, I, I, that's. I, I mean, I kept thinking that when I was when I was reading this because I thought, as awful as this is and embarrassing for the family and the bride and the whole thing, as a guest, I mean, I think I just would have been uh, held out my wine glass, waited for someone to refill oh. it, and just kicked back and watched. Seriously, like I, honestly, I probably would have like. I don't know, found a space by the wall, laid down on the floor on, on my hip with my arm under my head and just just soaked it in. I I watching. Well, that's our obsession with reality TV, right? It's just like watching real life just crumble from under, underneath people, not in a whatever. I, I do sound as terrible as I am, but it's it's hey, if it's going to happen, it might as well be entertainment for someone else. Exactly. As long as look, someone got a laugh out of it. And uh, it's haunting the family forever. But just I think that the 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 moral of the story here is if you got some some kind of beef with your brother's (laughs) new wife, your sister's new wife, your whatever, anyone in your family's new husband, anything, um, keep it to yourself, you know, at the wedding. The wedding is the time. Let them have a nice night. You don't need to go up there and go, oh, God, until Kim came along. <laughs> boy, yeah, yeah. boy, did Jim and I have a nice relationship. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but seems timing wise, she was an issue. So, yeah, I mean, I and I think I, I'm curious how long this marriage will last. Just the one little comment here, uh, the the new bride says, well, my husband was never really helpful about it either. He hates any kind of conflict, especially with his mother, which I think is the root of all this. I think he's been railroaded by his mother and his sister his whole life. He found a nice lady to marry. He was trying to get out, trying to get rescued. And uh, I don't know. I, I guess also maybe just have a suggestion box at a wedding. So like you can read the notes later. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I like it. Maybe this family could benefit from a little bit of therapy. Yeah, I think they could, Sarah. I think they absolutely could. We got them for you. This episode is once again sponsored by BetterHelp, who we are big fans of. This is an online therapy where you can do everything. What did I just say? Online. Uh, I am a big advocate of therapy. I believe everyone can benefit from it, whether or not you're struggling through something or if you're even going through the best time in your life and you just need to sort of manage things. It's always there for you. So to me, it's a great idea to always stay in touch with therapy, with your feelings, with your feel bads. Your feelings, it is your feel goods. All the yeah, all the feels, the feel goods, the feel bads. Life is it's all ups and downs, and you know I love it because I can do it from my couch, and I'm a big fan of anything I can do from my couch. <laughs> it's easy, it's convenient, it's so nice to be able to talk to someone, an unbiased person. It's helped me, you know, with boundaries, and it's given me the tools I need to just be a better me. And you are a good you, by the way, if not Thanks, just the Sarah. best you. 
And uh, yeah, obviously we have a code for you. Um, the, the great thing about BetterHelp too is that you just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at no additional charge if that one isn't working out for you. It's entirely online, like we said. Convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. All the things you need. Obviously we have a code. BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash podcast today to get 10% off your first month. So betterhelp.com slash my podcast, because that's us, and you get 10% off your first month. So give it a try. Okay. Uh, Let's get into this episode. Dive right in headfirst into the empty pool. (laughs) Um, I would like to start Mm. off by saying uh, there are, I, I looked up a few different uh, animal shelters and there's Nashville yeah. humane. There is a uh, shelter called love at first sight, which fits right along. Right. Perfect. Right. In, right. In Nashville, Metro animal care and control Noah's Ark society. So those are just some that I found. So there are a lot of shelters in Nashville where you can adopt a dog. And I would love, love, love to see Clint, do that. Clint, if you're listening, I know I already left this on your Instagram, but I would love to see you adopt instead of buy from a breeder. Doesn't seem from what I've heard that you have any reason that you would need to go to a breeder. Um, so there you go. We'll get into that. But well, actually, no, let's just talk about that off the top because yeah, yeah. It 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 bothered me. Okay. I've had plenty of people tell me this through through the many years that I've been alive and including recently that there are some very specific situations where people need to buy from breeders. And I believe that and I understand that. And, uh, you know, whether it's a because they're helping you deal with a medical issue or a behavioral issue or because you're very, very allergic. Um, but for the most part, People, that's a small percentage. So there are yeah, many, many yeah. breeders, and um, there are four million dogs in the United States, at least right now. Uh, and the number changes, obviously, in shelters. Four million, okay? And hundreds of thousands of them get euthanized every year. Hundreds of thousands. So because they don't have a place to go and they can only keep them for so long. So I, don't care if you guys want to fucking scream at me and tell me that you think breeders are cool. I don't care. I don't. So if uh, you have the option between the two, if you are not someone who needs to get a specific breed for a very specific reason, other than you want a fucking designer dog, please go to a shelter. They, they're, they're rescue. They, they, <laughs> You're only adding to the problem when you just go get them for no reason. So that's it. Um, Mary, <laughs> I, I, get me off my I soapbox. concur. I concur, Sarah. No. And you're, you're super poignant and super um, passionate as am I about that. And, you know, I do hope that Clint heeds, you know, I hope, I hope that he is steered away from a breeder. I, it makes me wonder sometimes like if people, 
aren't aware of the actual statistics, well, you know, I th- and I think and so, that's true. And that's why I'm saying, yeah. them. you know, I'm not going to say that right. every person that goes to a breeder is a piece of shit or an asshole. That's not my stance. My stance is I'm here to tell you that there's a bigger problem out there with a lot of animals in shelters. And yeah. that if you don't need to go and there are some responsible breeders, of course, but there's also a lot of backyard breeders and the more it's a supply and demand. So the more that people go to these people, the worse it is. And I know that they tried to, Clint kept saying, so you're, you're wanting these dogs to have a good home, right? Well, of course they do. This woman's not a monster that is breeding these dogs. It seems like she, okay, she wants them to go to a good home, but it doesn't mean she's not adding to the problem. So I, 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 the reason it bugged me so much tonight was I felt that it's not so much Clint as it is. I felt lifetime missed a really big opportunity to show him. I don't know, scan shelter websites, go to a shelter, whatever he would be allowed to do. Um, I agree. And I thought it was a bummer that after having a breeder on there who she, you know, Jasmine, I think she's a nice girl, but she's breeding mini doodles. There's not, you know, not, they're not needed. Right. And I'm not, uh, right. listen, that doesn't come out right, but you know what I mean? She's, yes. she's doing it because people want designer dogs and they're cute as fuck. And obviously the ones that end up getting breeded, I want them to find homes because I don't want them to suffer either. But a lot of these animals also end up in shelters because they get overbred and then they have health issues and people can't pay for them. So just go to a shelter is all I'm suggesting if you can. Yes. And, you know, in my heart of hearts, I feel like Clint, if we had a conversation with him, I feel like he would come come out the other end of the conversation, like literally hitting the gas on his way to shelter. I think so, too. Yeah, I really believe that. I I think, you know, hopefully. um, Yeah, hopefully he does. And hopefully because I know that he said he had an appointment with more breeders. I was like, why didn't anyone say, hey, can we go to a shelter? But it's fine. I just think uh, hopefully. Anyway, we'll talk about the show now. Yeah. No, I love I love it. I think it's um it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, for sure. It felt like a missed think, opportunity. Uh, yes. Um yes. um and also by the way that whole fucking thing that they teased with Oh, yes. I was thinking of you. Oh, yes. What did we say? Yes. We said it last week. I said I would do I would eat something I didn't like or whatever if I was wrong. And if, you were going to eat some salmon Yeah, I was going to eat a salmon croquette. A croak. I just said French word. Like I literally just grew up under a trailer park. But sorry, I'm just I'm a real uh, croquette. Is it French? Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I just you don't have to eat it now. You don't have to. Eat I don't it. have to okay. eat it because I was correct. He, no. Of course, he's not, they showed him by a courthouse in the previous, and they showed someone saying possession is nine tenths of the law, and then Gina going, Clint can't take that dog. Well, as we said last week, of course it was edited and kind of. By the way, they did him a little dirty on that. They did Clint dirty oh, on editing it that I way. I agree. Because there were people I saw on different discussion groups and and whatnot, I'm a loser. I saw that people had <laughs> were like, oh, Clint, I can't believe you're trying to take your dog. Because they just go off the previews. We all knew better. And of course, it was just made up drama. He never tried to take her dog. She mentioned it to a person online which, which made no sense the it was so dumb i just have to say like okay she's talking to a divorce lawyer we get it but then bringing up like oh and i just want to make sure there's no issue with that you know there's not one gina you know there's not gonna be an issue so shut up uh, just 
She and also, are is that how the show works? Do they really have to talk to a divorce lawyer? Well, that's what that's the first uh, in all the seasons, isn't that the first we've seen of that? I mean, I I, and and part of me thinks it was prompted so that she could say something about Hank because the you know it's kind of a at this point her storyline isn't all that strong. You know what I mean? She's already she's looking for one though. Yeah, yeah. So she may or may not have a brick and mortar. She definitely has a divorce lawyer. I mean, there's just she's been real busy. Um, I don't know. I thought it was interesting to find out that her divorce lawyer bills by the tenth of the hour. I mean, honestly, I mean the way you can argue, I really think you missed your you could you could be I mean, if you could bill anything by the tenth of the hour and it was to argue something, I think you'd fucking give bezos to run for his money mary oh my god my nipples just got hard that was such a compliment and also you're not wrong i'm not wrong no i like i know you don't have a law degree per se in that the law and and sort of making someone see their own wrongdoing is just a hobby of yours but i seriously if and when i need a lawyer i'm like you know like how you can represent yourself I'm just going to say, I want Sarah to be me. I want Sarah to represent me. Like, without, is that weird? But I really would. No, I would love, I would love to. And I, I would, if nothing else, I would confuse a jury into letting you go. I know you would. And I, 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 I know that with my heart of hearts. Like, I would, anyway. So just want you to think, just roll that around. All right. You're looking for some. Well, th- um, yeah, that was just like a made-up drama, and it was dumb. I, I don't. I mean, who do you want to? Gina talked to her I mean, parents, we- I guess. Since we're on Gina, she had. Yeah, she spoke to her mom and stepdad. Mom or, and her. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, and they're really uh, milking the tea of this Gina and Mac thing. You know I, what I mean? And I think just a quick mare bear bottom line it. Gina's super into it and he's he's going along with it, but he's not. See, okay. Interesting that you think that because I thought on after party, which I you know how much I love this show, but this was one of I know. It was just not a very exciting after party. I it just mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because they had Three people with no personality on oh, it, but God I bless mean, them. Um, it was like that poor host. I mean, she had to do all the heavy shit. lifting. Are you kidding me? I mean, she probably they had to probably wheel her out of there after she left it all in the field. I felt terrible. Oh, she. But Kurt, I did notice that Gina had like her back to met to McKinley. Oh. She sort she was sitting in her chair, which. I have, I do have a weird thing about that. So I notice it probably more than I need to. But when someone at a bar or a bar, yeah, yeah, when they just completely turn their back to you, even with someone you don't know, I just find it, I just find it to be very strange. It's rude. Yeah. To, so she had her back to him and she was, cause she was sitting in the first chair and he was sitting in the middle. And she definitely, was not her body was not open to him. I I I'm sure it needed to be turned towards the host somewhat, but yeah, it still was. I don't know. I flagged it. Yeah. Okay. I see that. That it was very much giving me if we're on an airplane, we're not going to speak vibes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like she wasn't. She was not open to 
No, I get that. I I also an after party when he basically like he's like Gina loves a phone call you know when he said then he's like I'm more of a texter I mean so things like that it led me to believe that maybe she's been blowing up yeah dialing him up can I tell you when he said Gina loves a phone call all I thought was of course she does I know. Yeah, I know. Of course, because you does. know I'm a yeah. McKinley. I don't like to yes. talk on the phone. I'm a texter. Yes. And to be clear, I am. I'm over, overly terrible on the phone to the point where I've only spoken on my hut to my husband, who I've been married to now for seven years, on the phone three times in our entire I, relationship. You've talked to me more on the phone than you have, yeah, John. Yeah, and and I know that. In in in, uh, yeah. I think that's a very neat statistic about you. <laughs> Just don't like it. So I am more extreme, obviously. But the fact when he said, oh, yeah, she loves a phone call. I thought, yes, yeah, she does. Because she probably likes to fucking call and talk about herself. Sorry. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, because texting has to go back and forth. And so that's not really what she's game for. Well, she also she did seem a little like not salty. But when she was like. When the host was like, oh, so we got to find out what's going on. And she was like, I'm basically leaving it in his, the balls in his car. It was like, that means that he hasn't gotten back to her in a while. <laughs> that, yeah. And that means she, she's staring yeah. at the tennis ball and hasn't picked up his racket to hit it. Just staring yes. at it going, God yep. forbid, when is this going to be over? Um, yeah. I'll, speaking of salty, I, I, can we... Yeah. Kirsten is real salty. Oh, yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I don't blame her because she said yes to trying to see. And he said, nope. To, to Yeah. So I get it. But she is so pissed off that he <laughs> cried. Yeah. Well, I she really is. She's so. And I, I, here's what I have to say about that. I have, again, just because I can relate to it doesn't mean that it's normal, but I have cried harder breaking up with people than I have being broken up with. I have cried harder feeling like I was hurting someone else than I have being hurt, if that makes sense. Right. So I, I relate to what Shaq did that day. It, yeah. Whether or not he made the right decision, I don't know. Although we did see, I don't know if you saw this in the group, but he got hired at a college in Austin. So oh, yeah, he's moving. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yep. I couldn't tell if the because there was a poster welcoming him into this college, and I thought maybe oh maybe he's a guest speaker, but no. On the on their Facebook page, they were welcoming him in to his job. So it's in, I believe it was in Austin. I might be crazy, but um, definitely not. It was definitely in Texas, and um. He, so he, I don't know if it's the same job that he got offered and turned down. Remember? Oh, at one right. Point, yeah. I wonder oh. if he hit them back and was like, hey, <laughs> FYI, yeah, yeah. still avails. Uh, <laughs> Guess who's moving? <laughs> Marriage yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. But she is so salty about that. And I don't know. I, it does. You mentioned this the other day, but it does take me back to when she basically said he was a pussy for having emotions and not man enough. Yeah. That she might be a little bit too hung up on the fact that he cried. I, you know, it's funny because I actually hadn't made that connection about her thinking maybe he's a pussy because he cried. 
I keep thinking that she was hanging on to the fact that he cried so very tightly because she said yes and he said no. And almost like if she has an ability to feel rejection, which I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if emotions um come out of her. But uh I think I was thinking more that it was like he, he cried, so it has to mean something. He had to have felt something. But then when he like straight up said when she asked him when they met at the park and he's like, yeah, I cried because I made a decision for me. I was like, who boy, like my cheeks. I felt a little uncomfortable yeah. for her. She you know? that that whole scene. I also realized he's salty. I mean, they both. Yeah, they both both seem real salty with each other. So there's some unseen footage. There's some things that we missed. I mean, they were they were talking about um, the the thing where he didn't go where she didn't go to that big event that he wanted her there. She was talking about that to her cousins. So that's still being talked about. Well, that actually, the, the, I I mean, it was talked about so much throughout the season. But tonight's episode was the first time where hearing her talk about that. It does lead me to believe that he really didn't tell her anything right. and then held her held her what is it held her feet to the feet fire, to the fire. I don't know sayings, yeah but something really really held her accountable for not being there when it, i do sort of almost take her side now oh i do too i and because even yeah. on one after party he kind of he did mention that maybe he didn't make it clear enough but i it, it, i think it was a big event i think she probably should have gone but i don't think it was communicated correctly from what we can tell but that that can't be the only the thing. Whole, that's yeah, not it. Yeah. That's not why the marriage didn't go forward. And if it is, then everyone's insane. But well, and it's it's funny because I've been team Shaq. I think a lot because I don't understand Kirsten necessarily. I don't. I know she likes to talk about communication, but I just don't understand. Yeah, how she is feeling ever. But then I feel like the more I see Shaq in her, I think he's kind of a pain in the ass, too. Like, and, and I don't mean he's a bad person, but I don't think he knows if he's coming or going. I, they're both so confusing. It's it's it. I'm just saying what you just said. There's missing footage. We're missing something. There is a giant something that played out that we didn't see or these two are are like fucking Andy Kaufman and I'm going to lose my mind. They're just making something out of nothing. They're making something out of nothing. But also I think they're just, they were so mismatched. I I actually think they're so incompatible. And I think the two of them are, are, even though you don't see a lot from her, as you've mentioned, um, Mm -hmm. she, there's a lot of, there's, she's very salty underneath it all. And so she is, and she talked about she her energy sucked. She was like, I had no energy. It was all sucked from this eight-week marriage. I'm like, well, then don't try a fucking real one because eight weeks. Yeah. I mean, and then and then ta- she's like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. I have to get back out there. You get back, you've only been not out there for eight weeks. I know. The, the, I don't understand. I understand that they're being followed with cameras. I do get that. I get that aspect. I understand it's a little more exhausting. I mean, it feels like we've all aged 30 fucking years this season. I'm I'm honestly, I'm 76 and I don't even know how it happened. It was, I was, 
I was not 76 before this. She, you know what it is, Sarah? They're filming, they're doing post decision day episodes and she doesn't have shit going on. So she's like, oh, got to get back out there. Oh, he's tired. And it's like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. It, it, it is. It's just, it's a bit much. I, I wish them both well. I don't think they're going to be friends. I can't wait for the reunion because I think one of them might put the other one in a headlock. And I know. Um, I I'm and looking for the other one. The I mean, Kirsten's definitely going to put Shaq in a headlock, and <laughs> that's what I'm kind of looking hoping forward for. To, hoping for, yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah. To. Um, Me too. Obviously, there was the we had to watch Nicole and Chris, and I say that with such love. They they were packing to go somewhere. Oh, to move maybe? Were they moving? Yeah, yeah. into their new place. Yeah, yeah, I fell asleep a couple times this episode. She um, <laughs> she's exhausting just to listen, just telling him how to pack. And yeah. the the dad when they Facetime the dad, there was a moment that I thought, oh, okay. I see where maybe she gets a little bit of her neediness because the dad needed them both to call her because now they're a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, was, wait, was it, oh God, am I even in the right season? Was he the one where it was like, when does he call him dad? And they were yes. talking about it on the fucking wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that makes my skin like just itch <laughs> in my neck. The fact you thought shrivels. it was a different season. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's seriously, it's been 70 million years. But like, yeah, this whole like, call me dad and son. And I, well, apparently they have to talk on FaceTime together. And then, and then she, and then he goes, Oh, I just want, he says something about, I just want to talk to dad, but it's still on FaceTime with Nicole lurking over their shoulder watching. I'm like, what, uh, what is happening? I mean, I don't, my dad doesn't call me and say, I will only FaceTime with you if the both of you are there. And that Can you imagine? No. I mean, I I can't imagine well, over like during COVID when Mark and I had to do like some FaceTime shit with our families. It's like it was a whole it required a glass or two beforehand. It was just awfully uncomfortable. Yeah. And this was uncomfortable to watch, too. I wait. But did you? Did you notice um, okay, when they were in the park because it was their dog's birthday? Oh, that was this a lot. Did you hear the song? Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Clearly, a they can't afford 50 Cent. So they picked another song. They Some low budge sort of 50 cent <laughs> a pen attempt. And it was like, we're going to party like it's your birthday. And I was. <laughs> oh, oh, it made me laugh boy. so hard. I thought, oh, yeah, no, you guys can't play the birthday song because that would require money. So instead they had <sighs> low budge. Yeah, low budge 50. Yeah. Low 20, budge 25 50. cent. 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might have been 10. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Nickel Scent <laughs> sang that song. It's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Nickel Scent. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, can we, Max stayed for about six minutes. 
which I thought was very nice for him to show up. And, and it you is know, he and- so funny how him and Don, because remember when she left last week or whichever, two weeks ago, whatever it was, when she kind of out of nowhere was like, hey, guys, gotta oh, yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 way that Mac and Dom hate each other. I know. It's it's intense. It is fascinating. I don't mm-hmm. I again missing footage. Missing footage. I, yes. I understand that they didn't get along. I understand that she hated that he didn't like getting shit on by a horse and that um <laughs> in water. In water. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that she you know, just just like positive vibes only, and he's just not positive. And but what happened? These I two know. hate each other. He even he did say on after party that he was maybe over the top about that or something. Right? He tried to act like he's not angry but then he was talking about how they both wore green sweaters on their honeymoon and then she oh, showed yeah. she showed up in the green sweater to this thing i i mean like it meant something yeah. or something and, I, and like yeah i think dom just found a sweater on her floor and put it on and went to the thing oh I, it it they hate each other why well, and I don't know. It's missing footage because honestly, if I think about this season, if I think about Mac and Dom, I think about Mac living in his friend's best friend's parents' basement. And I think about him being a boob guy and motorboating her in the honeymoon pool or whatever and them having a nice time. And like, but then nothing went that south. It wasn't like this, like where you where they there's this this conflict. Like re- remember back, like Chris and Alyssa, right? Or something, it wasn't. You know? yeah, like, it wasn't her. It, there was no like thing. Yeah, that there was no footage or, of of Dom saying he's he's a piece of shit, and the way that yeah. Aly- Alyssa talks about Chris and all those things. And even then, Chris just went, "I'm good. I don't need this person in my life." He cut it off kind of no hard yeah. feelings, bigger person, didn't care where I would have been roasting that bitch. So oh. I don't, these two, I mean, the way they hate each other is fascinating to me. It really is. It really is. And and in fact, it would almost make them, even though maybe I wouldn't want to like go have beers, but it would make them interesting to talk to just to be like, what ha- like what really happened? You know, I mean, I don't want to, but I'm just saying. I maybe. I do in a way because I want to know. I I feel there's something. something Unless the the only thing I can uh, Dom, I have no idea. But the only thing I can think about with Mac is that time has gone by, and he feels like he again. You brought it up last week. Like he he feels like he was painted to be this giant loser living in a basement, and that's not who he is. I mean, Jesus, they showed his cannabis you know, biz. And he's like, guess I just like nice things. Like I wanted to hear like, you know, Fergie's glamorous in the background. So like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he just feels like he was really portrayed the opposite of, of who he is or who he thinks he is. And he's, he's mad at Dom for that. Yeah. Um, but I would probably point to the editors for that if I were him and also maybe don't move to a state where cannabis is illegal if cannabis is your um your livelihood yeah uh or yeah. Uh, sorry i don't know not illegal but i think only for right to like sell it yeah whatever yeah. for yeah 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 
But I think but, it's not. Um, I think you can't just buy it without a prescription. Like you can't. Anyway, whatever. I know. I I know we're going to wrap up soon. We've been here for a little while. We're going to head over to well, Patreon. But we have to talk about Dom and Gil. Okay, we will. We'll say first because we do have to wrap up. So we have to make sure we get in our favorite sponsor ever, Attitude. Um, oh, my God. Yes, we do. Yeah, which might be a nice place for Dom and Gil to go is on a pair of nice sheets. But by the way, they're never going to because that was the most not not real, not at all I... dating conversation I've ever seen. But Attitude is our favorite sheets. They are made from clean bamboo and they feel like silk, vegan silk, if you will. When we say it's the most comfortable fabric you'll ever feel, we actually mean it. We both have them. They sent us sheets so that we could actually give you a real review. And so that's what we're doing. I put them, bought more. I have a pair on my guest host, my guest room bed, my guest hotel. My I have a guest hotel, guys. No, my podcast isn't doing that great. Guest room. I have a pair that I bought on my guest room bed. My friends that stay here are obsessed with them. These are the most comfortable sheets. They help you stay cool. They're good for your body. They're good for your environment. Mary, why do you love them? I love them for all of the above. Mark loves them, but mostly I love, love, love how soft they are and they keep me cool. You know, I'm a sweater and I truly get a much better night's sleep now that I I don't sweat. They truly are a game changer. I finally got my second set. I love them. They're gentle on my hair and skin and hypoallergenic. Love them. Love them. Do you think we have a code? Of course we do. Because you can also get $25 off your batting order for a limited time when you visit attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast, and then hit my podcast in the little code at checkout for $25 off. And they have a 30-day return policy. You got nothing to lose except for some some nights of sleep if you don't have these sheets. So attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast, my podcast to check out $25 off Mary. Oh my God, Dom and Gil. I just have a couple things to say because it made me very, 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 very uncomfortable. Um, I think that the, 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 the team on after party summed it up that I don't think Gil, uh, the way he wrapped up that call, I like honestly think I literally just you saw me. I just got a natural chill. It was, and then when she like got done with it and was kind of like, well, yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe it's a thing. I wouldn't be like, oh, honey, no, no, yeah, I don't, I didn't understand really because she, there's no way that she came off of that thinking that there was something there. I, I mean, it, she was first of all, she was she talked about. Uh, here I am divorced at 26 again. Not really. It was an eight week yeah. marriage. Not even hers was two. Right. Right. So, right. I don't think anyone's exactly. really considering that an actual divorce. Um, she says she has no beef. She definitely has beef. A lot of beef. A lot of beef. Like Arby's beef. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Double beef. And Double beef. I think Gil could sense that because he, he was talking about you need to fight for these things and you cut it too fast. And then she said, well, my gut was right. Things came out to validate that. But I, I don't know. It just, 
these two, well, someone did, sorry, someone did bring up on our no. podcast page. Are you my podcasters on Facebook? Um, a good point. They said, if, if, even though her mom acted surprised, they said, if Dom was interested in Gil, it's probably because her mom told her to, because her mom's the big Meredith oh. first sight fan. Her mom almost slipped off that chair that she was sitting on when when Dom told her that she was going to FaceTime with Gil. Yeah, there's no question that 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 her mom she suggested is it. part of that. Yeah, no question. Well, I'm probably because her mom wants to meet Gil, and they they <laughs> honestly seem like they'd be a, a probably a decent match. Well, I think her mom's just obsessed with getting her on this show, in this show, with someone from the show. I it's so. <sighs> There's just I don't, no it's like, chance. It's like, it's like a weird like pageant mom thing. Like it started. It's, it's almost like what? Why are you pushing this girl? She likes to get hammered on the weekends. What, you know, she's got big boobs. She's pretty. She's not. I mean, just watching her and Gil talk felt like an adult talking to a child. Like the 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 span of maturity that that they are separated by was just. It was embarrassing. You know, and even who was it on After Party? Was it Gina? Or one of them said, I think she just wanted a mentor. I mean, that's what it felt like. It, it was embarrassing. It, I know. It was so bad. And then, of course, before we go, we do have to talk about <gasps> yeah. the much anticipated, but not at all, Dom and Clint kiss that they've been teasing all season that we definitely already knew was this thing. It was in a group. Someone told him to do it. Some kind of dare. Um, Sarah, yeah, there is zero doubt in my mind that Dom has seen Clint's gingery pubes. <gasps> she saw them that night. There is no way they didn't bone. Really? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, they were shit faced. They were shit faced. I truly think they were, they stumbled out of there together. That kiss, that long, I mean, the kiss. I know it was a dare, but Clint likes to get it wet. Dom doesn't give a shit. I think they have a mutual respect for each other. It's not going to go anywhere, but I guarantee you she knows what it's like to wear him on the outside. I, okay. I thought maybe at the end when they showed them walking out together, I was like, maybe that's a little bit set up, but they kind of did seem buzzed arms oh. around each other. But I did okay. Okay. Interesting that you think that. Because I did notice it that the the second kiss didn't look edited. It. it didn't look like it was the first no. kiss reshown. You know, because sometimes it's just a yeah. it looked like there oh. was a second kiss, I think. Oh. Clint was all horned up. And I just think that she's game for whatever. I don't think and I'm not saying it. I'm not I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think whatever whatever your prerogative is, consensual adults, but like I very much left that thinking that there is no way. They I would it's almost like how you were so sure about like he didn't he wasn't trying to steal Hank. Yeah. I'm that sure. Okay. That there was penetration. Okay. I mean, I could see it. I think, like you said, it would. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'll eat anything. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could see it though. I could see where. Um, I could see it being uh, just a fun hookup for both of them because they. Yeah. Because even when he said that he's had sex since Decision Day, it was 
He was like, yeah. oh, yeah, no relationship, just sex, whatever. And so, and I could see her being like, yeah, Clint's fun. He's cool. He took me on the dang. Probably like, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> she'll be out in the dang with those with those bikinis. And I, th- I, I mean, the kiss, I have a feeling that maybe they both had, you know, a little bit like tingles when where their bathing suits cover because they wouldn't have gone in for the second one. I know, like I, the extra one. You know what I mean? Yeah, the second one definitely seemed because you know sometimes they fuck with you and it's just editing. But yeah. I thought that was a different one. I definitely I yeah. might have slowed it down and, and rewatched it. And I thought, <laughs> no, that seems like a second kiss. And yes, I will. And then they were they were thick as thieves the whole rest of the night. Yeah. Oh my God, I think you're right. So they built this up, but then it maybe did turn into a little something, a little something, mm-hmm. a little a little tickle, a little. Yeah. Yeah. A little quick tick. I don't, I'm not saying I think they're going to end up together, but I think no. they could be friends with benefits or, you know, castmates with benefits for, for at least. That's the other thing. You figure filming, they're feeding you drinks. They've got a you know reunion. You've got all you got to spend time together. You're probably put up at different places. Why not? That's a good point. Um, okay, we do need to go over. We're going to go over to Patreon, which is where we keep going. We have more conversation. We have more thoughts. I and I also cannot. I want to talk to you. I, we're out of time here, but I do want to talk to you about Gina and her little digs that she took after that, which yes. I'm actually starting to uh, not believe or even attempts at digs that she's actually jealous. But anyway, um, I, I cannot. Yeah. I, I totally have a thought. Have a, okay. okay. Yes. But I do want to, before I, I just don't want to let anyone who can't go over to Patreon, please join us on Patreon. Uh, it's $7 a month for tons of content. We do Sunday episodes that are not married at first sight related. They are similar to stuff that we talked about at the beginning of this episode or just fun things, fun topics, trending stuff. Um, and we always give you bonus content. We will continue to, even when Married at First Sight is off, whatever we do on Thursdays, you will still get bonus content. So it's two episodes a week for $7 a month. Very good deal if you ask me. Um, I do want to end by saying that Married at First Sight tried to fucking pull one over on me. Pull one over on me with a song tonight. Oh, <gasps> no. Yeah. When they met up for the axe throwing, guess what they played? What? Let's what? get wild tonight and act like strangers. Already been played this season. I remember it well. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. Oh my God. You're the song sleuth. No one else probably caught it. They, oh, they, I, th- they don't, do they know that you're on to them? I think our listeners fucking caught it. Because that song, I remember oh, it very well. Let's get wild tonight and act like strangers. And <laughs> I, strangers, <laughs> I love when I you remember do that. it from a different point of the season. I don't remember when, doesn't matter. But I know you oh. already played it and now you replayed it. So now you're recycling songs. Recycling. To fuck with me. You're not going to shelters and you're recycling songs. All to fuck with me. I feel mm. attacked. I was going to say, I, I think this is very pointedly at you, and I'm glad you said something. Thank you. Um, and I'm glad you brought it to my attention because that's why, that's why, again, that's why I would have you be my lawyer. <laughs> 
That's right. I would be able to say nothing oh. gets by you. Yeah. Nothing gets by this girl. That's a good point. Okay, we're going to Patreon. Mm-hmm. Come join us. I have lots of thoughts. So does Mary. We have so much more to say. And uh, believe me, you want to be there. It's a good time. It is. All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 podcast?